0: Amen. Please remain standing. Romans chapter six. I won't will not be before you long by the help of the Lord. Starting at verse number 17, we're going to read two verses of scripture here and then we're going to move right along. If you're ready to receive the word, someone say, Amen. Amen. are you ready to help your pastor tonight? Amen. 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 We've put in a lot of hours over the last weekend. Many of us have, but I've got a little bit left in the tank. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not quite on E yet. I like to say E stands for Eddie, but not tonight. Praise God. It's empty. Yeah. I got a little bit left in the tank. Are you going to help me tonight? Help me tonight. I need my water brother ASAP. Yeah, ASAP. brother. I need that. But God be thanked that ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed. There's that word you know I've been teaching on these principles I believe in kingdom principles church I'm telling you they work you will get kingdom results but look where they obeyed from from the heart you see that they obeyed matter of fact if you miss this morning service I think I have a few more witnesses that would encourage you to go back and listen to that message all right They obeyed from the heart, that form of doctrine, which was delivered you being then made free from sin. You became the servants of there's that word righteousness. I want to speak today on this simple subject. Lord, keep my heart. Help me right now, Jesus help me right now jesus lord keep my heart can you lay hands upon your own heart right now and just pray that simple prayer lord keep my heart have your way in this service oh god this is your church we are your people these are your sheep i am your vessel help me lord to speak every word that is intended i pray that my flesh will not get in the way in jesus name we pray everybody say amen you may be seated In the spirit of Martin Luther King, as we honor him this weekend and celebrate him tomorrow, he has a quote that says, It may be true that the law cannot change the heart, but it can restrain the heartless. Jeremiah says, chapter 17, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it the heart is where emotions lie that's why God never tells us according to my understanding someone can correct me later he never told us to follow our hearts Hmm. Proverbs says he that trusteth in his own heart is a fool. <laughs> uh-huh, you thought you was in love, that puppy love. You're a fool, <laughs> according to the scripture. <laughs> but whoso walketh wisely, he shall be delivered. <laughs> if you were to take a moment, just a moment, past, following your heart and following how you feel knowing that how you feel isn't always the right thing to do. Your feeling fluctuates when the circumstance fluctuates. Many of us are reaping things today because we followed our heart in times past. I hear people oftentimes asked this question and posed this question why did samson give away his power well i declare to you today that samson gave away his heart the bible says in the book of judges chapter number 16 and she said unto him how canst thou say i love thee when thy heart is not with thee Thou hast mocked me these three times and hast not told me wherein thy great strength lieth. Then it came to pass when she pressed him daily with her words and urged him, so that his soul was vexed unto death, that he told her all his heart and said unto her, There are hath not come a razor upon my head for I have been a Nazarite unto God from my mother's womb if I be shaven then my strength will go from me and I shall become weak and be like any other man Samson a man called by God a man sanctified by God lost his sanctification because he loved someone that did not love him back My friend, don't lose your sanctification over a man. Don't lose your sanctification over a woman. Don't lose your sanctification over a friendship. Trying to love somebody that won't love you back. Jesus said, I'm a brother that sticks. I'm I'm one that loves you and I stick closer than a brother. We need to chase after the love of Jesus Christ. He is the only one that will fulfill you. We got too many young men and young women chasing after love when we should be loving the king, chasing after things when we should be chasing after the king. We're putting too many things ahead of the king, but if you give your heart to the king, God will give you what you need. You're not going to find it in a man. You're not going to find it in a woman. You're not going to find it in sports. You're not going to find it in drugs. You're not going to find it in alcohol. I wish I had a witness in here, but you will find it in Jesus. Hallelujah. That's why Solomon says in Proverbs chapter four, keep thy heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. It's an interesting story in the New Testament, the book of Luke. Jesus is dealing with Simon. And he says unto him in chapter number 22, verse 31, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan, have desire to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. Jesus says, but I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. And Simon, when you are converted, I'm so thankful for the prophetic word of Jesus Christ. He was letting Simon know in that moment you're going to fail. You're going to mess up. But I'm praying that your faith won't fail. Because I need your faith to remain strong. Because when you are converted or when you come back to me, I need you to be a help to somebody else. So don't allow your mistakes to keep you hidden or keep you away from the house of God. See that as a line, a trick from the enemy when we make a mistake we ought to come back to Jesus so fast because God can convert us he can help us, he can change us and then we can look to our brother and say brother I was once down but I'm not out, I was once down but I got back up and if God did it for me he can do it for you Simon, he's trying to take you out church He's trying to take us out, but somebody's praying for us. Thank you, brother and sister Carson, for your prayers over Star City Church. your body may be absent but your spirit is still strong thank you for the prayers of the church thank you for the prayers of the people that may not step inside the four walls but they've been praying for years I was told many times ago I think it was just a year ago when someone said we was praying when we knew this church needed a pastor we was praying and praying that God would send the right man of God to this place I'm telling you there's been prayers long before I even arrived and I'm just standing on top of the prayer Uh, believing and trusting uh, that the prophetic word of Jesus Christ uh, shall come uh, to pass. Hallelujah. (laughs) Somebody shout, it's time. Uh, Hallelujah. You're saying, preacher, what is time for? It's time for whatever you need to get it. I sounded like a daddy right there, didn't I? (laughs) Whatever you need, get it. That's what it's time for. He says, I had to take you out, Simon, but I pray for you that your faith fell not. Notice that Jesus puts emphasis on his faith not failing, not his failing mistakes. We too often put emphasis on our failing mistakes, allowing the devil to use it, causing our faith to fail. You've heard me make the statement that the devil can fight, but he cannot win. The only way that statement remains true is if we do not allow Satan to win the battle of our faith. This is so important because if he can get your faith, he will go after your mind. But Satan doesn't stop at your faith. He doesn't stop at your mind because then the ultimate thing he wants is your heart. Who can I talk to y'all in here? I got a little bit of gas left. I pray that your faith won't fail. Because if the enemy can come after your faith, he'll go after that mind. But he won't stop at your mind, then he wants your heart. Why does he want my heart, preacher? Because this is where the issues of life flow. And the scripture says, from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Because if he can get your heart, he's got your voice that means let me help somebody right here that means the devil can be tormenting your mind that means you can be going through things in your life that's just tormenting your mind but as long as the enemy doesn't have your heart devil you can have my mind but you will not have my voice that means I can be going through things in my mind but I can say take your hands off my mind one thing you will not have is my heart so greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world my mind may be struggling but I can say "If God before me who can be against me the devil is a liar that's why he will not have my heart Amen. clap your hands unto the Lord magnify the name of Jesus Hallelujah. So the enemy won't stop at your mind. And see, some of you are laying hands, laying hands on the wrong body part. You've been laying hands on your mind. You've been coming to your preacher saying, Preacher, lay hands on my mind. Lay hands on my mind that the Lord will keep my mind. He will keep your mind in perfect peace. Whose, mind is, whose heart has stayed on him. He'll keep you in perfect peace, but you got to stay on him. Your heart must be right. Your heart must be right. Because if your heart is right, your mouth will be right. So if you've been talking wrong, don't lay hands on your head. Lay hands on your heart. You've been laying hands on your head. saying, man, I'm not talking right. I'm not acting right. It's not your head. It's your heart. That's what the devil's after. He's after that heart. Because if he can get your heart, he's got your voice. But I refuse to give the enemy my voice. I refuse to give him my words. I refuse to give him my vocabulary. Because the words that I speak, I know they are death and life. It lies in my tongue. That's what the power is. And I refuse to give the devil the power over my tongue. But the night I yielded myself over to the Lord and I gave this unruly member over to Jesus. And the day that I began to speak in another tongue, I gave the Lord my tongue a long time ago. You mean to tell me the devil's going to take back what I already... The devil is a liar. I gave it over to Jesus a long time ago. So I'm going to proclaim the name of Jesus. And I'm going to shout victory. And I'm going to shout peace. And I'm going to declare war against the enemy. So Lord, keep my heart. Uh, somebody say Lord uh, keep my heart Uh, keep my heart Lord Uh, I need my heart to be right uh, so my voice can be right Uh, I need my heart to be right uh, so my mouth can be right because if he's got your voice he's got your testimony Mm -hmm. when's the last time you shared your testimony If you're afraid to share your testimony, it's not nothing wrong with your mind. It's your heart. I'm struggling right now, preacher. My faith is weary. No, your heart is what the enemy is attacking. Ah, Hallelujah. Ah, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's amazing how when I begin to pray in the spirit Jude said building up your most holy faith praying in the Holy Ghost. It's amazing that when I begin to build up my most holy faith, it's interesting how my heart begins to get strengthened. I feel good down on the inside. It starts right in here my heart gets, oh my God, my Lord, my God. We have, we have so many people dealing with things. I, I just feel like preaching this thing for about five more minutes and we'll get out of here. But I want you to understand something here. That the enemy is going after this church's heart, individuals in this church. Because if he wasn't, you would stain, uh, refrain from certain areas. So I want to challenge your mindset and your speech today. Because when you're about to walk into a room that you know you shouldn't be walking into, you need to say, Lord, keep my heart. When you are about to pick up that phone and look at something, you know you shouldn't be looking at it. Don't lay hands on your mind. Lay hands on your heart and say, Lord, keep my heart. When you are about to step into a situation, you know you need to be backpedaling out of. Don't lay hands on your mind. Lay hands on your heart and say, Lord, keep my heart. When you know you're dealing with situations that you know that you're greater than, you know you shouldn't be going back to the same mess that you told God you would not go back to. When you see yourself even thinking about it don't lay hands on your mind lay hands on your heart and say Lord keep my heart that's what I need I need a heart that is right I need a contrite spirit Lord God created me a clean heart and a a right spirit within me I'm telling you if your heart was right you would stay out of things you know you shouldn't be in if your heart was right you wouldn't be looking at things you shouldn't be looking at if your heart was right you would bag out of things and jump out and say Lord help me right now keep my heart keep my heart keep my heart because I want to live for you clap your hands unto the Lord Lord keep my heart Lord keep my heart Jesus pray for his faith Because that's where the enemy starts. With your faith. He won't go straight to the heart. He'll go after your faith first. Mm. He'll go after your faith first. So that you grow weary in well-doing. He'll go after your faith first. I have been down in faith, but strong with my voice. Some of you may say, how is that possible? Typically, when your faith is down, you do not speak. That's not true. You're speaking something. It's, the question is, what are you speaking? Something's coming out of your mouth. But what is coming out of your mouth? Is it your current circumstance or is it what you see and believe God to do? (laughs) Because if you're speaking what you are seeing and speaking your current circumstance, the enemy's got your heart. He's went beyond the faith. He's got the mind. Now he's trying to take your heart. Hallelujah. But even when I don't, even when things are going in my life the way I don't think it should go, and I'm wrestling with demons and spirits and wondering why is this taking place in my life right now? I got enough stuff going on. And the enemy is coming after my faith. That's what he's doing. He's coming after my faith. And he's trying to get my mind so distorted that my heart becomes weak. I wish I had more time to preach on the heart. There's so many scriptures that deal with the heart. I've got so many scriptures up here that I can talk about with the heart, but I just want to talk to you right now. He's coming after that heart ultimately because he wants your voice. That's what he wants he wants your mouth he wants your testimony he knows that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony so he knows that if he can keep your mouth shut if he can shut you up then he is victorious and we are the losers but I've come to declare in the name of Jesus Christ that we have a church here that we have a group of believers a group of believers here that refuse to give the enemy our voice that we will stand and proclaim the name of Jesus I want somebody right now will lift your voice unto the Lord begin to shout unto the Lord with the voice of triumph Oh, come on, come on, somebody. You can't contain it. Lift your voice right now. I feel a dance coming on. I feel a shout coming on. I feel a shift in the Holy Ghost. Lift your hands and lift your voice. Shout Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, keep my heart. I haven't been talking right, Lord, keep my heart. I haven't been testifying, Lord, keep my heart. I've been talking to my family members wrong, Lord, keep my heart. I've been cussing out people, that's not of God, Lord, keep my heart. I've been going off on people and frustrated at things that I know I shouldn't be frustrated at. You've been laying hands on your head, you better take your hand off your head, put it on your heart and say, Lord, keep my heart. If you come to me asking me to lay hands upon you, and you dealing with something that's coming out your mouth. I'm going to lay hands on your heart. Lord, keep my heart. I know if my heart is right, my mouth will be right. Huh. And that's why I proclaim victory. It's not because I'm walking in victory everywhere I go all the time, but my heart is right. That's why I proclaim deliverance. It's not that I have deliverance all the time. It's because my heart is right. That's why I proclaim peace and favor over this church. It's not that we're going to have peace all the time. There's going to be murmuring, complaining, and certain things, but Lord, keep my heart because even though I may be going through situations in my life, I will declare peace. I will declare favor because the Lord is keeping my heart can we just take 60 seconds and magnify the Lord right now come on can we just take a moment and magnify the Lord right now come on come on let's just take 60 seconds come on magnify the Lord in this place musicians singers you can come come on let's magnify the Lord in this house Hallelujah! In the name of Jesus. Jesus name. Jeremiah was so frustrated about his life situation that he declared he was not going to make mention of the name of the Lord anymore. The Bible says in Jeremiah 29, then I said I will not make mention of him. You ever been so upset? You, didn't, mm. you ever been so upset you didn't pray like you should? You were so frustrated you stopped praying. That's right. Jeremiah was that mad. He said, "I won't even make mention of him." You want to talk about Jesus? I'm not talking about Jesus. That's how mad Jeremiah was. He says, "I won't make mention, nor will I speak." In his name, the devil was going after his heart. But his word, but his word, (laughs) but his word, his word was where? In my heart, (laughs) like a burning fire. shut up in my bones and I was weary that means I can't hold it in I can't keep it in I'm upset but it's in my heart I'm mad but it's in my heart I'm frustrated but it's in my heart and I know that if God be for me who can be against me it's gotta be in your heart it's gotta be in your heart It's got to be in your heart. Stop laying hands on your head and lay hands on your heart. That's where it's at. Lord, keep my heart.